Hello everyone and welcome to HY Dyslexia Podcast. We're back again this week with a different topic. We're talking about dyslexia and depression. We have the amazing Dr. Neil Alexander-Pass, who will be speaking to us about um, dyslexia and depression. He does have a personal story and a lived experience uh, with dyslexia. Um, He's also done lots of research into dyslexia, mental health and dyslexia and depression, trauma and so forth. I will read a little bit about um, Dr. Alexandra Pass's biography, but before I do that, I really want to say a big thank you to the funders of this podcast, which is London Community Fund Awards for All, who have kindly given us donation funding to be able to bring forward this podcast. We are currently, or we will be running um, dyslexia and coaching sessions. So for this season or the series that we are doing, it will be featured around trauma and dyslexia, dyslexia and depression, dyslexia and anxiety, all the things that can hinder one from thriving or from reaching their full potential. I just thought I'd bring that in before I actually introduce Dr. No Alexander. I want to tell you a little bit about Dr. Alexander. He's dyslexic himself and is the head of SEND unit at a large co-education mainstream secondary school in North London, rated by Ofsted Outstanding. He's also an inclusion expert for the UK Department of Education. He gained his doctorate PhD in 2018. In 1990, he gained a BA Honours in Graphic Design, University of South Wales, leading to a 20-year successful career as a graphic designer in the travel industry. In 2005, he gained an MPhil research on how dyslexic teenagers cope using measures of self-esteem, coping and depression, at the Open University. I'm going to leave it there. There's a bit more to read about Dr. Neil. However, we all these can be captured in our podcast. He's going to tell us all about this. And of course, when you go to the podcast platform, you can read a bit more about him. But I am so excited to have Dr. Neil on our podcast today. Dr. Neil, welcome to A2I Dyslexia Podcast. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine, thanks. Wonderful. Dr. Neil, tell our listeners a little bit about your background. I've read a, read a little bit of it. There's more to your biography than I have actually written. I think you're probably the only author I know that writes about dyslexia and mental health. I could be right or wrong. But I purchased your book, Dyslexia and Depression, and I, I'm glued to it. I go back and I read it all the time because I have been through depression at some point in my life, particularly because of my dyslexia. Tell our listeners a little bit about your background and why you chose to go that way. Okay, well, I mean, I I obviously struggled out to school. It's just I have a stammer, which which could have been linked linked to obviously difficulties with with obviously uh, hearing, and that really obviously had a knock knock on effect to my obviously dys, dyslexia. Um, it, because it it can can be related to as Ill, Ill, illness within the first three or four year, years of birth, and obviously affect, affecting your uh, he, he, hearing and and really la- language. So I grew, grew up in a fa- family of three with parents, and and my siblings loved books. They loved to to read, and, and my parents loved loved to read, and they would say, "Come on, Neil." Come and read for for an hour, and I found that painful, really, really, and obviously hard, and 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 so, so on. Just mo- moving through a school, I was going, I was falling uh, lower and lo- lower in the in the 
in the class and and I was struggling and they and my mother thought boy thought thought it could be dys, dyslexia and and she asked the school and and the head said look I will give Neil a basic read, reading test and and we will see so the head gave me me a basic reading test and said no he's fine so so it was shelved for MC many years however I was still MC struggling and I felt alone I felt re really alone because I I didn't fit fit into school didn't fit fit into my family so I began to get depressed and I I tried running away from MC home se several times and and I, yeah, and I re really thought thought I didn't fit fit in. I was obviously adopted, and re really, what just what what was there for for me in a life? So I was depressed for from a from from se seven year, years old, really, um, and and I just plodded through school. My pe parents would would pay for a tutor who would. Uh, carry on using the same strategies at school that just that had had failed so i felt even more unobsy alone i was lucky by the time i turned i think about 14 years old that i i found that i i loved art i was good at something finally i found something i was good good at so i then developed that about as a career, uh, I I left school school with like two like two NMC O O, o levels or NMC GCSEs, and so I went to to art college for for five years, and I came out as a graphic designer. So I found I was good good at some things. I wasn't great 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 at uh, re reading. And I didn't really like books till I turned, I suppose, about 21 years old. I loved the the graphic no novels, the the small like war war uh, cartoon books. So it was a serious subject, but using NMC cartoons. So I found from from there I. I could read, but I need, needed different sort sort of re reading materials. And and being a and creative person, I was more vi visual. But but these que questionnaires with my research: Am I created because I am dyslexic, or uh, or, or, or or as a coping strategy? And I'm saying that is because many dys dyslexic lexics are are seen to be creative uh, actors artists uh nmc um nmc uh designers uh, and that might be is because they found a me medium that just that will avoid words that will avoid re uh, write, writing for, for them it's because that that is where they sort of struggle so so for me the key is to, to find that key. You find your key to bring you out of depression. You find your key to give you that self-worth you need. And really, once one once I found found that key, I was able to do things. And I then what wanted to be I wanted to get married and to be prepared for my own kids. 
who I, I was convinced would be severely dys, dyslexic. So I began to to do re research and then I wanted to, to share, share that. So I needed to write. So I began to write books. And however, four, four kids late, later, all, all of them are, are, I think two of them are eight, 18, two of them are 22 two sets sets of twins and none of them are a dys, dyslexic so so really my research is for the world it isn't for my own and two kids wonderful thank you so much for that that's um so inspiring isn't it to 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 you know from childhood and you suffered from depression and from that you decided to look I'm going to write books to help others when we're going through this I get phone calls all yeah. the time people ringing emailing needed help these support it's just it's so amazing the work you're doing is so phenomenal really phenomenal thank you so much I'm going to go dive straight into my my question my first question you might have already answered this but I'll ask anyway is there a link between dyslexia and depression is there a link um is there a link I think that because you are depressed you won't be dyslexic so I wouldn't say that there's a link that way but say that you are dyslexic and and you're struggling to cope in a mainstream school system not su suited to you therefore you, you are there's a strong chance that you will develop depression so it goes one away i, I mean they i mean one what one, one could, could ask what what is first the the um see dys, dyslexia or the depression it's like the chicken and egg and really it is a cycle it's because it's very early on it is that obviously struggling just got start starting in in school and the th thinking everyone is 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 the same and then then obviously as as soon as they they begin to uh, work on phonics the uh, the the letters and the reading writing that so they soon find find that they are not are not like like their peers they they are and they see themselves as as being ab, abnormal and so so that creates that spiral and that spiral uh repeats its, itself and by, by them with with withdrawing it then create it make makes the depression worse is because they they are socially uh um, see, alone so so there is a, a massive sp spiral there so how does a student or um yeah i can only say the user word student or someone um who is going through depression how can they tell what what, what are the signs uh okay the sign signs are uh that you you're sleep, sleeping all, all the time you you're very lethargic uh, you can uh, stop stop caring about about yourself. You can uh, obviously ice, ice, isolate your, yourself from obviously others. Uh, a low self worth, uh, and re really just not not fe feeling that you are part part of the world. Fe feeling you are separated. Not fe feeling wor worthy. It can be and obviously suicidal thoughts as well, uh, or obviously harm, harming your self could be linked because that that is your way of regaining control in a world that you 
are drowning in. I think drowning is a great, a great way, way of seeing it. Is that you're you, you are struggling to and hang, hang on. You know, you're you're just being pulled down and and just being isolated. How how is it di different to a te teenager who who is um, who, who is b being a teen? I think think it's very di different to a normal teenage with withdrawing to your bedroom. I think I think that a teenager will will be able to um, have a, a good self worth and to to know know what that they're good at. Where a dis dyslexic or or someone with depression, I think is is struggling. They're struggling with their self self work worth, and they will with, withdraw. They will sleep uh, sleep and all the time, just just not mix mix with their peers. I have personally gone through that. So as you were talking, I'm sitting here and I'm I'm nodding my head because when I when my back was against the wall and I just didn't know where to turn, I just thought, where do I go for help with this dyslexia? I've been diagnosed with. Okay, so I went. The university did my assessment for me. I struggled drastically at university, but I managed to finish it. So would you, what advice would you give to somebody who may be going through what you've just explained? I think that it, it is so common for the depression and I went went through it myself, um, just grow, growing up as a young young child, just like seven or, or eight years old, just fe feeling alone, fe feeling but very uh, different, fe feeling that uh, I was alone, is that my, I felt, felt, I'm the the young young youngest of, of three, and my my two older siblings would would read books. They would in, enjoy books. They they would devour books, and and my mother would would give, give us the the uh, eat. Oh my gosh, even the blight blighton books to to read, and everyone else loved them. And there was me. I I felt alone. In fact, in fact, I I even questioned if I was obviously adopted is because I I didn't fit fit into to the fam family and try tried to run run away away from home several times is because I I felt very alone and very se separated. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So so yes, I I think a lot lots of my my research is is using that as a as a po positive where where you go from that uh where you build and and you you gain gain that re re resilience it comes comes from that earlier fa failure but using failure in a positive way absolutely absolutely yeah i mean my theory I I use a lot is post post traumatic growth. So it is your, it's just like a vase, you know, and a vase breaks. It, you you drop drop it. Do you try and put that vase back together the way it was, and to fix all the the cracks and the holes and and re really that that is a very difficult task. In fact, it, it could be im 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 impossible therefore you are always going to fail trying to trying to go back to that you to use 
utopia life life uh, before. So the the growth comes comes from from seeing those those pieces and really creating something new from from it a a collage or a, a mo, mo, mosaic and and really just using it and making something beautiful from from it and really in a in a person's life in a dis, dyslexic childhood it is a smashed vase. It really is, and really, can can you find find the 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 great pieces from that? The great parts, the the strengths, and and use those to uh, to, to really create some, something great. So that if you you are able to find those those great pieces, the strengths, and you use those strengths to build something new. Then, therefore, you will come out of that in a growth mindset um, and just moving forward and using those as strengths to to be a success in a life. For for me, it was was art. I was rubbish at everything else, but I was quite good at art, and I developed that. And I went went to art college following school because there wasn't a, another choice for me. And following five years of art college, I I came out as a graphic de designer, able to uh, get get a job and to create a a very nice career. Yeah, I think for me, what was quite difficult was I didn't really want to stick out like a sore thumb in the office space, um, because my, um, for example, I use a lot of colour. And so I've got post-it notes everywhere and I've got my blue glasses. I've got my tinted blue cover on, in front of my computer. So my world was like, God, everyone's going to think, what's wrong with her? I don't want to be different to anyone else. You will see see the book book here. It's called The Deceitful Dys Dyslexic. And that's, uh, that is a fic fiction-based based book with, with a dys dyslexic theme. Um, and for uh, me, the whether you will disclose or not, means that you are always on edge of being found out within that job and so so you're you're causing yourself so much and i'm saying additional stress is because you're 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 a like a spy because it's not your real face you know and and some at times parents or a career uh staff will will say go, go into a office job it's safe it's easy it's some, something you're able to do and that re really is the wrong place and and so 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 you 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 are being forced forced to work in a a place and a an environment and role that that really isn't suited to you so so you're living a lie sadly and that is why the deceitful dis dis dyslexic book came came from that so so really so if you're trying to be something you're not then that's where a lot lots of the depression comes from i think i think that a lot lot will will come from the wrong gu guidance um not fit finishing and that came from from low self-worth and low self-value you didn't value your uh, skills you didn't value yourself. And so you gave up rather than 
it's easier to quit rather than fail. So it is it is a cycle. So if you're you're in the wrong job and you're doing the 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 wrong course or the or you're not get gaining the the help you need, again, again, you're doing course, you're struggling. Do you say help or do you knuckle down and think, well, I would do it myself? No, you have to ask for help. You are allowed more time. You are allowed to get support. You are allowed to to ask for 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 stretch deadlines. So use that. Do not be afraid to ask. Just just because there is a a physical side to the dys, dyslexia that doesn't make you any less need, need, needy. So really, strategies are be be truthful with yourself because unless you're truthful with yourself or what areas you need help with, you won't get get that just that empty help. You have to ask for help, whether it's to to proofread things. I, I've asked my mother to to proofread books for me, and I am like fifty two year, years old. I ask my wife. I will ask friends. I don't care. You ask for empty, and you. And you use the the services anonymously around around there for you. And the second bit bit is so you go for a job. Look at your strengths. Work on your strengths. Don't be bullied to uh, go, go into to a office based job because you you will never do it well. Okay. So so find out what you're you're good good at and use that to regain your self worth. Your self esteem to show that you you are good at things and that is how you come come out of the depression cbt or therapy without having someone who is um uh, dys, dyslexia trained is going to to fall foul it's because they will blame they will blame you will see see your dys, dyslexia as being uh, for filling a large part of the difficulty, they will see it as a it's just something small. It's not minor. So it really, something like like groups, which is a dis a dis a dyslexia count counselling service for dyslexics by dis dyslexics, they are the right people. Absolutely, and I know Pennycook quite well, Penny Aston. Yeah. Well, I say I know well, she's been one of our speakers um, in the past. And of course you're right, yeah. you know, tap into services like that and, and get the, the, the support you need. Because I always say to, I said to myself now, listen, when I'm struggling, I'm just going to ask for help. I've gone oh, past yes. the stage of being ashamed. I really don't care what anybody thinks anymore about not being, being dyslexic and struggling to respell and remembering things and asking things. Um, it seems repetitive, but it's the only way I learn. And sometimes I feel a bit stupid, but hey, it is what it is. You know, I've got to ask if I'm not too sure, because then if I don't go to help, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to sink again where I was. I don't ever want to go back to the place I was at when I was really at my lowest. I couldn't get any lower than that. You know, I don't know where I could have got. And I just thought, no, I can't go that back to that. No, I mean, tech. Technology can be great. I I will put everything on to my my Outlook um, diary. Everything is there. My own personal life, my work life, it's all on there because I've got a short term memory and I know that. 
and I know that I can close the door of my car, bib, walk two steps and think, ah, so is it locked? So I go back and, and check. So I'm aware of that. So I do things now. If if something comes in to do, I do it straight away. I don't leave it because otherwise you will forget it. So, so it's very much about not putting things off. If you put things off, you are going to be, be in trouble because you will forget to pay bills. You will forget your wife's birthday. You will forget your, your uh, yeah, just go, go, going places. You, you will f forget all uh, things. So rely on using technology is amazing. Thank you for that, Dr. Neil. Now, just my last question now. What coping strategies can help our dyslexic listeners overcome the barriers that are caused by depression? You may have already covered this. I think, I think these back barriers are just not be, being truthful with with yourself and sometimes we will put up our own barriers is because we we don't want to look different it's because we we don't look different so so that, therefore are we worth do we feel worthy of, of really being different you know we we are not not in a wheel, wheelchair and the and the um UN's symbol of disability is a person within a wheelchair. So we are not that. Therefore, we've got this image of difficulty. You know, we look not normal. Therefore, say we get more time, it is like special treatment, not special treatment. It's equal. Okay. It's to level the playing field. So, so really stand up and ask for what you need. You find your strengths. You work on those. You will develop those early on, okay, from a teen teenager. So if you're brilliant at, at skateboarding, use that to build your career, okay, because it's a career built on strengths. It's a career and, and, and so you set up a business or something. Don't think that you need to do everything because you could be a great plumber or an electrician, but you will struggle with the billing. You, even Richard Bran Branson will, will delegate. He knows he's brilliant at talking. He's brilliant at marketing, but he's really bad, bad, bad at writing emails, doing invoices, chasing up certain things. He will de delegate that. Find, find your own support team. Because through that, together, you will, a non-dyslexic non, is going to be great with the boring stuff, but really bad with the creative stuff. You are great with the creative stuff, but really bad with the paperwork stuff. Together, you will be a, su 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 you will be a success. Together, that is the way you move forward. Wonderful. Now, Dr. Neil, we couldn't end this podcast without talking about your books, which obviously... I can see you. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't end it without talking about your books. Now, the last time we spoke, I think you had written Dyslexia and Depression. Now, I can see that you've written more within um, that time. So talk us through your books. Yeah. The, well, all, all of them follow my life, uh, Dys Dyslexia and Depression, because that, that is my, my first book, Marriage and Relationships and, and Being a, a Parent. And that is my my journey is because of the 
of the barriers faced to get getting married nearly and then really uh, uh, obviously having a family one here about creativity because i was trying trying to find out whether uh, this dyslexics have a built built-in creative um uh, gene near near enough to decide that there is on and see mental health both both are white covers are pu pulling together uh many professors and re researchers with their uh re research so it's put pulling together to make a message so uh, you will see see the dis deceitful dis dyslex dyslexic virus it is a dis dyslexic themed th thriller which was amazing to write and yeah it was a it's it's a good newest books uh the uh, first one is the on men mental mc health so that that is a easier to read and uh targeted for the general market uh looking at uh dys dyslexia and, and mental health and the blue book is looking at successful dys dyslexics so that has has compared uh successful dys dyslexics with with less successful dys dyslexics to find the keys and the ways for, forward and it's very much using a a post-traumatic growth uh, mindset so it is it's it, all of the, both groups struggled at school but it is how you divided following school and made use the use of that trauma in a positive way is the is the keys and that's that's about surviving the uh surviving school school as a teenage dis dyslexic is the latest book and that really is is trying trying to give parents the keys the keys to su surviving school and and coming out sh shining wonderful thank you so much of course when we post the podcast on all the podcast channels we we would obviously um get the links yes excellent thank you so much dr neil i just want to say to our listeners if you want to connect with dr neil alexander pass uh, you can find him at dyslexic success on twitter or www.dyslexia-research.com dr neil thank you so much for your time for coming on the um, hy dyslexia podcast thank you for the work that you're doing continue to inspire uh, you know the dyslexic community in terms of the, how you write your books and the message that you've got in your lived experience i've certainly been very inspired this evening thank you so much for coming on our podcast i'd like to say thank you to the london community fund awards for all for sponsoring this podcast and all the other podcasts we've got lined up for this season and i want to say um, thank you to our listeners and thank you to the wonderful Yola who brings all this podcast, podcast together and make it real for people to listen to in their homes. I just want to say next week we'll be back with a different topic, same time, same place. Thank you. Bye-bye for now. The Aspire to Inspire All Things Dyslexia podcast is funded by Awards for All. It's presented by Elizabeth Tashi and produced and distributed by Salt and Pepper Productions.